Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Right now, we can actually begin. Which way are we going? So we'll go up to the right over the bridge and then down the canal. Let's go. Fantastic. Good morning, Running Commentary. We welcome to Running Commentary, Darren Kirby. Morning, guys. Hello, Darren. Thanks for coming out with us or us coming to you. Well, we've yeah, met in the middle, aren't we? Uh, my neck of the woods. We have. Well, it's always nice to go somewhere different. Yeah. And you've given us a reason. And it's also, <laughs> it's a nice day and it's nice here. It's, it's not too bad at all, It's a bit sharp. This it's a bit sharp. Yeah, I'm feeling sharp. it in the knees currently. <laughs> And we're in we're in Berkhamstead, although what how I like to call it, Parkhamstead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lot of car parks. <laughs> yes, it, there are. Lot of car parks. <laughs> I hope you're impressed, Darren. That Paul's worked up a bit of local material. I didn't really think too hard about that. <laughs> you can tell you've been doing this thing for a while. You just popped in. Skills. And you're, you, have you come far this morning? I assume that you live it. I it? do live it. Yes, right. I've literally come five minutes down the hill. Right, nice. So, yeah. And you're going to take us on a little run this morning. I'm going to take you on my normal little uh, run that I do down the canal. Cool. And nice. actually, actually, guys, just I'm sorry to break our stride, but I'm well, going to take well, a picture well. of this raven on top of the sign. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's a shame. It just seems like such a perfect. Uh, Sorry, guys. Perfect okay. establishing no shot. No worries. So oh, this is your normal kind of bread and butter yeah. kind of ticking over. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, in the summer, the kids get the privilege of following me on their bikes as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cannot much. beat a towpath. No. Down, down by the towpath. And... Um, Tell us your story then, Darren. Tell, tell us what's, what's what's been happening. You do, you do a podcast. What's the podcast called? It's called uh, the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and it all came about after about six, seven years ago. Uh-huh. I was uh, invited to join my first triathlon. Right. And um, literally caught the bug from there. Yeah. And haven't stopped ever since so. so when you were invited was that completely cold was that completely out of the blue yeah who, who who invited you to do this at the time i was working in the city in london yeah right, and it was a supplier that was doing a corporate thing yeah and they said we're entering this triathlon do you fancy it right and i thought well i'm quite fit yeah why not 
Yeah. Um, and at that time, I was going to the gym three times a week uh, and eating what the hell I liked. Right. So I thought I was fit. Yeah. And yeah. then I started training for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then realised I was very unfit, okay. and very overweight. Yeah. <laughs> So um, that was a bit of a shock. That was the start of a, of a yeah, change for you. It was a massive change, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a very cliche thing to say, but from then on, I just kind of started to focus on the fitness, really focused on the diet. Yeah. Um, lost 28 kilos in weight. Wow. Wow. And um, wow. How many stone is that? Sorry to ask. So that's a, it's nearly 17 stone I was. Yeah. I'm now down to about 12 and a half. Yeah, wow. So it's funny, isn't it? That moment. It's almost like you needed well. that yeah. that window of opportunity, someone to invite you to do it. Yeah. So that you so that you can kind of surprise that change. Yes. You know, you did. You, it was so something that you welcomed so much, but you didn't know it was going to happen. No, I didn't. And it's kind of a cli- another cliche, but around that was around the time I turned forty. Yep. You could say it's a midlife crisis yeah. and all the rest yeah. of it. But no, like you say, I took it as the opportunity to. <laughs> To take it and um, yeah, run with it, so to speak. Nice. Now, <laughs> I think this interesting thing you about midlife crisis. I often use that terminology, and uh, obviously, it's a great way of self-deprecating. But I think the only problem is the word crisis, isn't it? It's a, it's more of a midlife realization. Yeah, I think so. I think it's. I don't know whether you um, realize how important your health is at that point. Um, you must yeah. have been quite a sort of because uh, there is a category of reasonably fit big bikes isn't there yeah there is do you know what I mean and you're obviously the fact that you're going three times a week but 17 stone is obviously yeah obviously you're carrying a bit of cheddar around yeah <laughs> you weren't you weren't coming from nothing though were you were you one of those no. kind of sort of barrelly tough blokes kind of thing <laughs> I wouldn't would, say would tough <laughs> but yeah, barrelly okay. yes right okay <laughs> Because every, every now and again you'll see people running a marathon quite late. You're doing quite well. I've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those events that people... Obviously you get fitter the, the leaner you get. But, yeah. you know, they can coexist slightly, can't they? For they de- definitely can. And, and in, in the sport that I do in Ironman, it's exactly the same. Right. Yeah. You see some, you know, big-sized people actually competing and, 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 and finishing so yeah, yeah, you yeah. definitely can do it it just puts more stresses on of you course yeah, yeah, of yeah. so sorry we're jumping ahead then so you started I want to jump back a little bit apart from going to the gym three times a week had you did you have a history of sport did you do sport at school no, on? I was absolutely terrible at sport, at sport at school hated it yeah um, couldn't even run 1500 meters um, didn't like running did cycling Right. But never any swimming. Um, so, yeah, not not sporty at all. Okay. And that's the other thing about a triathlon, of course. It's great that that first opening window of opportunity actually included the three sports in one. Yeah. Um, and when you were, let's jump right back to that, when you started training, was any of those, what was the real shot, the running, the swimming? Um, to be honest, it was the swimming and the running that was the biggest shock. Yeah. Yeah. So, Swimming, I couldn't even swim two lengths of a 20-meter pool wow. without getting severely out of breath. Right. And similarly for the running, so I used to work on Baker Street, and at lunchtime I'd run up to Regent's Park yeah. and Park, try and do it? the circle. Yeah. I'd get as far as getting to the circle before I'd have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
without so, even running around it. So, so those are the two hardest disciplines, really. Yeah. I just want to check. You're not gonna. We're not gonna swim in the canal today. Are we? No, no. It's That's a little bit chilly today. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. A, I imagine. Was it a short triathlon then? Yeah. So that was um, Blenheim Palace. It was a, a sprint distance, so 750 meter swim. Right. Uh, 20k cycle. See, a 750 meter swim. It doesn't sound that much, does it? But it if you if you ever tried the length of a pool, we're talking 30 lengths. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 When you see it laid out on a course down the lake. It actually is quite a long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, 750 metre swim. How long were the other bits? Uh, it's 20k cycle and a 5k run. Right. That's a lovely start, isn't it? Because it's yeah. so not nothing. Yeah. But equally, each of those seems achievable. Yeah, I mean, for me at the time, that was a massive deal, you know, for me to actually even yeah. turn up to start. Yeah, yeah. Let alone complete it was a big deal for me. Um, and how and long was it from saying yes to actually doing that? It was only about three months to be honest. Right, right. Okay, so quite intense. That's a yeah. plunge, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Uh, uh, did you uh, did you quickly realise that you were as you changed that you were getting more and more into it? Did yeah. Did you I feel think it quite quickly? I I the biggest thing was again changing my diet. Right. So when I first started, I'd do all the increased fitness and right and the rest of it. I found that I was still just as hard. Right. And then once I started to do research online and everything else, I gradually realised I can't continue drinking every weekend and eating what the hell I like. Yeah. So I tailed that off. And once I tailed that off, I started to see some big improvements, particularly in the running side of things. So it's just easier to run when you're carrying less weight, isn't it? It's just physics. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, so. um, I know we're talking your story instead of mine, but, you know, I had a similar thing where I yeah, lost a lot of weight and got into running. Lots of people always say to me, was it the running? And it wasn't. It was, yeah. it was the other way around. I sorted out my diet, and that yep. made it possible for me to run. It was exactly. that way around. And then once you kind of realise that, you just kind of want to get... It's hard to go back, isn't it? Yeah, you want to improve it more and more and more. Yeah. Because yeah. less weight equals slightly faster running. Yes. Obviously, yeah. there's technique involved, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there was, there was that. And then it was... Once I crossed the finish line of this triathlon, it's kind of like this massive sense of achievement. I kind of wanted to do it again. Yeah, so, yeah. So, literally, within the week, I'd entered the next one. Right. And I haven't stopped ever since. Just following the thread, right? Yeah. Mostly triathlons, is it? Or well, I've now made the step up to Ironman. So right. I mainly now do half Ironman and full distance Ironman. Yeah. Wow. And the full distance Ironman is a mar- The run is a marathon. Yeah. And what are the distances of the swimming in there? Yeah. So we so talk about it in miles. Yep. Yeah. It's a 2.4 mile swim. Wow. 112 miles on the bike. And then 26 mile run at the end. 2.4 mile swim is what? That's a sort of roughly 150 lengths. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 50 wow. meter pool, yeah. And and wow. uh, and sorry, how long's the bike ride? 112. 112 miles. Oh my goodness. So that's equivalent of cycling from where we are today up to Nottingham. Get off the bike and then run a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Is so. that something you've done in training? Is it? Or what? <laughs> yeah. So. What, I mean, the training for that must be. Uh, Intense, mustn't it? I mean, it's very. It is. 
if you you know if you look into you've got the a planet quite quite uh, close yeah. to that much. So one. yeah, I mean I on average now I'm training between twelve to fourteen hours a week. Right. <laughs> and some days it's twice a day. Um, and it's yeah, some days I could do two run day, two runs in a day. Yeah. Total of thirty k's. Um, yeah, and it's just fitting all the diff- different Chis. disciplines in, really. Yeah. It's the biggest challenge when you go up to that yeah. to that distance. And have you ever found, have you ever had a relationship breakdown with any of the individual disciplines? Because we've spoken to triathletes before who always say they like two of them but don't like the other one, whichever yeah. one it might be. Yeah, I have actually. The swimming is the one that I've had to kind of break down with because... <laughs> The thing with swimming is it's very technical. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like golf in that you can have good days and bad days. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you don't need to really get much wrong before it, it starts to go kind of really wrong. You kind of lose your rhythm and get the yeah. jinx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's also the first event, isn't it? So you've got to manage the start and all that kind yeah. of bit, which I imagine can be quite chaotic. It is absolutely horrendous. You know, yeah. if you think um, in the... The big Ironman events, they do six people every five seconds they release into the water. Right. On the non-Ironman events, it's just a mass swim start. So wow. you could have 500 people in the water. Yes. Sun goes off. It's just a, big, it. yeah. just a big washing machine. <laughs> yeah, Quite yeah. dangerous. Yeah. 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 No, I know that Murakami in his book... Well, I think about when I think about running, he's lost it on the swim a couple of times. Right. You know, and done all the training of the and then never mind not done very well in the event, kind of like nearly drowned, you know. Yeah. Just sort of forgotten how to swim. Yeah. And the whole panic thing sets in, you know, your fear of drowning. Yes. All the rest wow. of it. And your wild swimming, so the weather, the yeah. just a few, you know, even just a little bit of wind on the water can really change your... 100%, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's... Um, Interesting as well that you're saying that swimming's the one you've fallen out with when going back to the beginning, that was the one you would have said, well, I've done a bit of swimming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Um, like I say, you can have good days and bad days with swimming. Yeah. And, you know, you've got a difference between indoor and the pool. Yep. And then, you know, lake swimming, which is another different ball game because, you know, you've got the cold to deal with yeah conditions yeah yeah i saw a great uh, little tangent here guys but i saw a great youtube video the other day right which is how to uh, get out of uh, the water if you fall through the ice oh, right. yeah. <laughs> i'm hoping good. Good. i'm glad i've got those skills <laughs> yeah. i hope you won't need to use them yeah <laughs> so how do you handle a mass start then because i imagine you've got your hardcore yeah. who really want a good swim because their run's not as strong. Yeah. And then we've got people like you who, like, the longer the event's going to go on, the better I'm going to get, hopefully. Yeah. So does everyone go for the outside, or you lot? Or, I mean, how does That's it work That's an out? interesting thing. That's an important strategy, really, because the problem with going wide is you can end up swimming, you know... Swimming further. Yeah, a lot yeah. more distance. Right. Go off course. Yeah. But then if you go in too tight with the fast guys, you literally get swum over. Yeah. Kicked. Wow, that's horrible. Yeah, pushed under and all the rest of it. And so then, like, and where you're saying you can end up going too far, you can also end up losing a lot of energy and breath. Yeah. By yes. fighting that, yeah. Yeah, and then you can end up getting out of your kind of rhythm because you have to breaststroke it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or in some cases, people go on their back and backstroke it if it gets really bad. Yeah. Right. So, 
Yeah, that's a very key element to the swim start. Yep. And then once you're into the swim, it's kind of keeping out of trouble or you know hanging on to the feet of somebody that's right. an equal swimmer to you. Yeah, that's not literal, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hanging on. Yeah. I mean, it's. You know, it's a difficult thing to do when you're trying to concentrate on swimming yeah. and you've got everything else going on as well. So much more on top of what might have been training in a pool, you know. Yeah. And how do you pace? I don't know, I don't know. So you're looking for, uh, in total, in terms of how long would that event take you? Again, depends on the course. So, right. you know, could anywhere, anywhere between nine and 12 hours is my kind of right. window that yeah. I'm aiming. Oh my Lord. And, you know, one of the biggest things about that distance is your nutrition. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, when you're on the bike for five hours, you've literally got to be taking on enough calories to keep the body going. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you run out of calories, that's it. That's when you, go, you, you go. Yeah, hit yeah, the yeah. wall and yes. it's not pleasant. So, And is that kind of something you learn through the training and experimentation? Or? Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, you have to train your nutrition. Sounds bizarre, but you do have to train that. Yeah. Right. You have to practice it. And then again, conditions. So I had one this year in France where it was 38 degrees. Wow. Yeah. And so wow. therefore you need to take on more fluid. And salt. More salt. More, right. Yeah. So that's a whole different strategy. Yeah, so. we've seen people suffering in the heat just on yeah. a half marathon, let alone marathons and swimming and cycling as well yeah so that was that was very tough and you just learn every event really yeah the more you do the better you get at it so how many iron mans and half iron mans are you doing like in a given year now so i've done half irons i think i've done about 14 yeah wow full i've done uh two right and so triathlons overall i've done over 40 now i think Thank you. And what have you learned in terms of like basic nutrition for the runner? What is, is there anything you can sort of so for give the, us that you've yeah. So for the run, eating for me personally is just not an option, right? Because right. I just can't swallow it when I'm running. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So it's about making sure that I've got enough carbohydrates per hour. Yeah. Only between sixty to ninety grams of carbs and you what do you do and a gel or in a drink or that would be gel and a drink yeah right so one of the biggest challenges you have is you know gastric problems yeah yeah with your with your stomach which is not good yeah no so again it's just about practicing what your stomach likes and doesn't like yes yeah um and getting that on and then if it's a hot event i'll take salt tablets as well yeah yeah to stop um well, to get the hydration absorbed into my body. Yeah. I was so I just to stretch there was actually the sound of an actual donkey over another. <laughs> yeah. It sounded fictional. <laughs> I was reading something at the weekend about those experiments with runners eating uh, mashed potato. Oh, really? And saying that was just as useful as yeah. gels. Yes. But it was like... Uh, but they ended up farting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the basic results of that experiment. All right, don't come at us with all your science, <laughs> all this scientific but talk. But it sort of makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Eating mash, but at the same time, it's how much you need to eat to get the same, as you say. Yeah. yeah. The same also, just holding a plate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
napkin, knife Thank and fork. You. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, gravy. <laughs> yeah. So, are you saying about France and highs and lows and generally it sounds like something you completely caught the bug on? Yeah. But have you had any really bad ones? Did you make any kind of pacing or nutrition mistakes early on or anything like that? Well, France was the, the, the full eye man I've just done in France. Yeah. was my worst one. Right. So the marathon was target was three hour 15 marathon. Wow. And I ended up doing it in four, just over four hours. Yeah. Because when I come off the bike, I just had nothing in my legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that must be a, a quite a uh, tricky transition from the cycling to yeah. the running anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, just getting you, used to using your legs in a different way. And it's opening up the hips once you've been right. on the bike for five, six hours. Right. It's getting the hips to open up, your hip flexors to open up, so you can actually run. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that takes probably, for me, it takes about 5K. Yeah. Before I still really start to open up. So that's, that's really important. And then the other biggest challenge is not going out too hard on yeah. the run. So dialing back your pace for the first five or 10Ks and then stepping it up gradually. Yeah, which is really obviously the right thing to do, but really good technique for anyone, let alone someone who's, you know, just been cycling and, uh, yeah. and swimming for women miles at the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think that's, those are the biggest things with a run. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just trying to get your legs working, trying to get to a position. Where... <laughs> Man. It's actually, uh, this dog's a fan of the Marathon Talk podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> I see, opted to join the run. Very yeah. sweet. <laughs> So, you're talking about fitter, healthier dads. Yeah. When you had that realisation, did you first triathlon? Were you a dad then, or is that something? Yeah, no. I so my boys are thir- uh, 12 and 9 now. Right. Say 13. Then. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, they were very young at the time. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's the interesting thing about this whole thing that I've got involved in is how unconsciously the kids pick it up yeah yeah they start seeing you do stuff and then they want to get involved yep um they want to start running so that's you know that's been a really positive outcome yeah yeah sure and do they uh also are they key support have you had that emotional moment where they're on the sidelines yeah yeah yeah, yeah no it's amazing when you when you see them cheering you on and you're absolutely dying yes you know it kind of gives you that extra motivation it just give you a bit of a boost yeah, yeah. even if it's just because you're faking it up for them yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> alright I'll smile yeah <laughs> so is there a nice uh, running community around this area then that you key into <laughs> yeah I mean there's there's a couple of clubs there's one local one in Hemel Hempstead Hemel's a big running um, community right. it's got a nice track yeah. to go yeah. and practice practice on so yeah I mean again I don't know whether it's my age or whether it's just fitness in general but there does seem to be a lot more runners out now a lot more people taking up running than, than I used to notice yeah, yeah. yeah I think it seems to be ever growing doesn't it I mean, yeah. yeah 
which is great. And I think the old advent of park run is just elevated it that bit more, hasn't it? Absolutely. Well, I think park run is a great vehicle for, you know, the number of people who might, I'm just plucking an imaginary person out of the air now, but I can yeah. imagine someone who might hear what you said and think, yeah, I'm never going to do that, you know? Yeah, I'm not exactly. going to do the triathlon, I'm not going to do it, certainly not going to do an Ironman. And they would say, oh, I'm not a runner. Yes. And yet they're out there running, you know, after work several times a week. Yeah. Getting the miles up and and they've got their own relationship with running. Yeah. And Parkrun is the event where those people and whoever else live together go, no, here we are, we're all running. Well, there you go. Yeah, and that's absolutely. the way it should be. And the thing would be for running amongst everything else, you, no matter where you are or where you go, all you need is a pair of trainers. Yeah. Um, it's and that's also, it. It's so accessible, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so, and how long have you been doing your podcast? Sir? How long's up? So, your podcast launch beginning of this year. Right. So, up to about seventeen episodes now. Okay. Um, oh, well, uh, in that case, uh, I've got a couple of years on the belt, so going to give you a couple of tips, uh, a couple of tips. Oh, no, yeah. I haven't got any, I haven't got any tips. <laughs> and, you, and you get, uh, you have guests in, they come Yeah, it's, it's generally a, a guest-based right. podcast where I get people from all walks of running, cycling, right. swimming, on there, and nutrition. Yeah. And the objective, really, is just to kind of give our audience is enough impartial advice as possible really right yeah. I'm not one for saying you must do this or you must do that it's, there's the information you know you can take and whatever works for you how you like yeah 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 oh, that's how we feel too absolutely because there isn't a right way or a wrong way to do it is there no it's not it's not but uh, but there are ways that are more useful yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> it's like there's certain, like 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 we've we've all learned ourselves. It's like you never tell anyone to lose weight. You, you can no. do what you want, but yeah. if you do lose weight, you'll be a bit faster. Yes, exactly. it's up to you how far you want to take that. Some yeah. people lose so much weight they endanger their health. Yeah, and that's a real that's awful. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's sort of, and that's the fine line, I think. Really, yeah. you know, you can't preach, but you can. The information's there if you don't want to take it on board and use it. And, and everyone's at different stages, aren't they? they Beginners, are, intermediates. Yeah. It's a great stage. We, we get regular messages from uh, from runners, and it's early days in their trajectory, yes. getting yeah. faster. Yeah. Such an intoxicating period, isn't it? Yeah. It's just improvement. It is. It's brilliant, you know. Yeah. And then I always find there's that kind of tipping point between continuing or you know, a new up. chapter. Right. Yeah. Um, and then once you can get over that initial hump, Yes. Of everything hurts, I'm out of breath, yeah. I don't like this, um, and you start to see improvements, that's what kind of spurs you on, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a very strange relationship, isn't it? Because yeah. sometimes people say to me, people, maybe somebody likes the idea of going for a run, but they don't really do it. Yeah. I say, I've tried running a couple of times. I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. And I find myself saying... Oh, no, well, you won't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for enjoyment. Not, not initially. <laughs> but, and that's, of course, not strictly true, because I love a run, but yeah. it's, uh, you've got to build a relationship with it. Yes. And there's no, there's no one. I'm sure Mo Farah has to <laughs> yeah. go for a run. And, uh, you know, some days he'll go, oh, I can't be bothered with this. Yeah. You know, because it's the nature of the beast. But it's one of those things of like... The fitter you get, the more you do enjoy it, don't you? So yeah. You reach a stage where 
you can go for like six miles through the woods or whatever and not really feel it. Yeah. yeah. It's a very pleasant state of being, isn't it's it? It's wonderful. Oh, yeah, it's massive, mental yeah. well-being and just chilling out. And yeah. It's like a chat with yourself or something, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah, like, and I think, like you say, I whether, really like that, you know? whether it's a park run or you run on your own through the woods or an Ironman, it's yeah. about enjoying making use of what's available to you yeah, fitness-wise. Exactly. I think on the mental well-being side, obviously that's quite topical at the moment. But yes. You know, it is, it is amazing when, you, when you're out running in the morning, the sun's just coming up, you know, you've got you know, out in nature and all the rest of it. Some people listen to this might think, oh, what, why happily be in bed? But actually, it's a nice setup for the start of the day. Of course, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and also... I think there's something about the rushing, unrushing nature of life that, um, you know, as Ferris Bueller says, life moves pretty fast. Yeah. And in a way, from a mental health point of view, I find going for a run helps you keep up with it. You feel that you're under everything, you've got something to deal with, something that's bothering you, and you go for a run, it's just going to lessen it slightly. Yes, it will. It just moves you forward through your life in a good way, not in a yeah. get it over and done with way. <laughs> And in some ways, I find it kind of nice to be disconnected. I know some people run with... No, I do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just taking time off from it. Yeah. yeah. And you are with your own thoughts and everything else, and it's a nice way to kind of work things through yeah, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you got any uh, specific tips for the older, <laughs> older gentlemen in terms of diet? Do the things you need to eat change a little bit? I'm 50 now, and I'm yeah. still trying to remain reasonably competitive and I think yeah. you have quite a dream of being someone who eats and runs at the same time don't you Paul? Yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I would say um, biggest thing for me is you need to take a baseline of where you're at currently right and the way that I do that I just actually started doing it yesterday again just tracking my food for a week okay seeing seeing what I'm eating you know the, the macronutrient breakdown of protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And if you are packing a little bit or yeah. gaining a little bit, you'll probably find it's carbohydrates that you're consuming too much of. Right. So just dial that back a little bit. Yeah. And without doing any fitness, you know, you'll start to see you tone up a little bit, drop a little bit of fat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where I would say for people to start from really right you don't need to kind of go into all these plans and health food shops and everything else um and the other thing is eat nutrient dense food so yeah, vegetables fish right. meats right. you know don't cut out one food group eat them all but eat them all in kind of moderation and, and balance right. i was going to say if you're going to keep a keep track of what you eat yeah then just by doing that you're already a step down the right road. Yeah. Because you might think, oh, wow, I probably didn't need to eat that. Or, exactly. or okay, I mean, that, I've read somewhere that's healthy and I'm already doing that. Yeah. You know, and it just, again, it's another... Of consciousness, isn't exactly. it? Consciousness, exactly. Yeah. Consciousness and awareness is so key. Yeah. And as humans, we tend to overcomplicate all of this stuff. Yeah. Whereas, and I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple to understand. No, and I think what you're saying as well is... It's something, you know, the, the food, the nutrition and food and the running. Yeah. Is, it's an ongoing relationship. It is. So if you do something really kind of fatty, like I'm changing everything today. Yeah. Then a couple of weeks, you're just building up stress. A couple of weeks later, you you're going to have to change it back or you're going to fall off that. Or yep. 
And life is stressful enough as it is with kids, with careers, yeah. jobs and everything else. Just change one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. I feel this quite really Nice little run, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Quite yeah, although... Nice and, uh, flat, a little bit rough. We are running away from the car, though, aren't we? I mean, Yeah, so maybe we should uh, <laughs> take a U-turn in a little bit. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Just... Yeah. Um, that moment we're on the, it's the last couple of days, last couple of hours of October. The clocks have just gone back. Yeah. The uh, the leaves are all, the leaves are still on the trees. But and actually that's, that's a big challenge this time of year. Yeah. When it's dark. Getting up and out. For people to go outside when it's dark. Yeah. You know, but I always say once you've done it, you'll feel 10 times better. It's, it's yeah. actually quite nice getting out in the dark, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite, there's something nice about it. I find, find it pretty tough. I remember when I started out, I go out first thing. I remember going out at 7 o'clock in the morning, pitch black, moon yeah. in the sky, minus 6 degrees. <laughs> and, uh, but ultimately, I could never get on with that because within a few minutes, I need to get back indoors again. Yeah. And I think we all know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm advocating a return. I'm advocating a turn back. Let's turn yeah. back. Come on then. Okay. Because I was, uh, I was actually under the, the illusion that once that Darren was running us to his car and he was going to give us a lift. <laughs> I, had, I had visions of an out. You must just stroll that way because I'm going to stand by this bank for I a had visions of some sort of. <laughs> well, I didn't, really, didn't realise he was out and back. Oh yeah. So we're, we're how, how long we've we done now? Oh, I didn't You'll know. Why. It's it's over five k. Right, okay, cool. Done, so, so it should be about 10k by the time we go. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. all good. Which is a nice little... Nice and fresh. Nice what what stage are you at the moment? Are you training for anything? Or? So I'm training to qualify for Kona in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, I'm on World Championships nice. 2020. Brilliant. Okay. So my intention was to qualify so, this year, but I didn't do it, unfortunately. Right. So to how much... What kind of improvement do you have to get for that? Is that How old are you now? 46. Right, so you, is that, are you in the over 45s? Yeah, 45 right. to 49, which is one of the most competitive. competitive. I can yeah. imagine, yes. Yeah, I shouldn't think that's as much of a, no. an advantage as it might sound to some no. people because you're just the right age to be yeah. in your prime at this kind of stuff. So what? So are you going to have to do anything different yourself to kind yeah, of so boost the main, that? main thing is the cycling. I need right. to improve on power, yeah. on cycling. Stop um, riding that chopper. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had to think then, chopper, chopper. Yeah, no, I remember chopper. <laughs> a hard work on a bike, isn't it? My goodness, it the, is. the, the quads, the, the stress on the quads. And yeah. The, well, you tell me what it's like, and you cramped up, and you. And it's being in that position for all that period of time, really, right. which is the hardest thing. So being down in the aero position. Yeah. Um, for you know, anywhere between five to six hours. Right. Um, that that's the biggest thing, and, and cycling is just. You have to be consistent. Yeah. Consistently putting that power down, consistently, you know, with your average power, cadence. Yeah. And that's the biggest struggle for you me. You just really. can't let up, I'd imagine, once you're no. on it, getting in the rhythm. So is, yeah. it, is it, do you try and key off people? Do you try and well, get in behind someone? Or yeah, a lot of races are non-drafting, so right. you get penalised. Yes. Draft within well, that's interesting, because I know in cycle racing, that's a, that can be a big deal, can't it? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, and... Uh, so how's that? So is it? So you have to be next to them, kind of thing. There's yeah, no you have to pull out right okay. by the side of them, so you don't get that aero. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, and, and do you practice? 
the uh, changeover zones and stuff and all that kind of thing. Or what do you, or do you just the transitions? Yeah, yeah, the transitions because that be, yeah the temptation to take that easy. Yes. When in fact, obviously, you can't. You know what I mean? Just the yeah. fact you're still in a competitive space. And yeah, you can, yeah. And or you can quite things, easily um, lose a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was yeah, going to say it. as well. You can either be uh, a bit kind of lackadaisical about it, or the opposite. Yeah. Some little mistake, and you're losing. It can cost you. Yeah. Minutes sorting yourself out. And the, you know the other thing with, with transition when you're coming from the bike, the last thing you do is take your helmet off because if you do it before. They'll penalise you for five minutes. Right, okay. My goodness. So, okay. um, why is that? I think it's a safety thing, to be right, honest. Okay, right, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's my other area is practice running off the bike this year. So, pretty much every time I do a cycle now, I'm going to put on the trainers and run off the bike. Right. Do a 5k or something like that. Yeah, just get used to it. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting what you said. It completely makes sense to me about how. There's just a change from one to the other. Yeah. Because years ago, a friend of mine trained for a marathon by cycling. Right. I mean, a foolish friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's the, his doctor said, um, he kind of pulled up and was having trouble and he went to the doctor said, can I do a marathon? And the doctor said, what have you been doing? He said, I've been cycling. <laughs> this is the worst thing you could have done. You've, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've used all the wrong muscles. Yeah. It's event specific. Yes, exactly. But equally, in the long walk, it's good because by the end of your Ironman, you've been using both. Yeah. But the shift between the two, tough times. Do you do any gym stuff as well? Yeah, I do do um, some sessions of strength and conditioning. So a lot of around the core. Obviously, core is key for swimming and and, um, running mainly. Cycling, there's an element of it, obviously. Yeah, Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, working on the glutes, getting the glutes firing, so strengthening those up as well and then I tend to do a lot of my sprints so heel sprints and things like that on the treadmill okay in the gym because it's easier because it's more easier to measure yeah yeah I don't get to the gym that much but I'm just too much of a uh, I can never bring myself to turn the treadmill into a hill. <laughs> it's hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> fighting your way up it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And do you ever do uh, 
just running events, like just a solitary marathon. I have as, started, as part funny of the build enough. Up or, or, or yeah, I've started to do half marathons. Yeah. And I actually entered to do London Marathon this year, but um, didn't get through in the normal ballot. So right. That's a shame. I have to do a charity place. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that is all, you know, good prep, yeah. really. I think if you're at any level of fitness and running as part of your palette, that a half marathon in particular is an incredible thing to do. It is. Because it's such a challenging distance. But, yeah, yeah it is available. You know, if you're a regular runner... It's not going to mess you up for too you should long, be, you can, Yeah, exactly. You don't have to do 16 weeks of training. No. But you're going to know you've done it, so... Yeah. You'd almost recommend it to anyone within reason, couldn't you? Yeah, I actually really enjoy running out of the three disciplines. I really, really enjoy it. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just when it, when it's flowing yeah, and you're loosened up and everything, you know, you're, you're working you know, in harmony, so to speak. It's a, it's yeah. a lovely feeling, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah, and if someone is thinking, I'm going to do it, I'm going to try a triathlon, is there a specific triathlon or even a specific kind of triathlon that you'd recommend to the to a newcomer to the former yeah so i think they've started to do a new distance now which is a super sprint which is half of a sprint so that's a 300 and it's three or 400 meter swim thank you 10k bike and then it might be 3k or two and a half k run yeah that's a nice way yes to really kind of dip your toes in the water and really experience it yeah because particularly with the open water swimming as we discussed and just the prep for the event and the transition and all the rest of it yeah it's just a nice way of experiencing it really and that's called a super sprint did you yeah. say they're doing that in Blenheim in 2020 they? Aren't they? Yeah, yeah I think so and um yeah, no, I'd recommend that. I'd also recommend doing one of the big events. Yep. Um, because <laughs> Sorry, the sound effects workshop are going again. <laughs> yeah. We heard that donkey earlier on. <laughs> heard the chains going past. And that's someone playing a drum kit on a canal boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep uh, on his own. So, so, yeah, I mean, I'll do a, a, one of the big events. Blenheim is very, very well organised. Yeah. So is the London Triathlon, which they do over by XL. Um, so yeah, so look for one of those. They're not the cheapest, to be honest. Yeah. You know, in the whole thing, 110. The whole th- thing's a little bit... Do you think, from your perspective, triathlons attract a slightly different person to just the pure runners in terms of, like, a bit more into the gear? Yes. Sort of oh, technical yeah. elements. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just, just slightly more sort of Germanic about it, yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Yeah, it's definitely a, a middle-aged man thing. Anything where you <laughs> yeah. get, get some gear, yeah. spend a bit of money on a bike or yeah. whatever. I was going to say, if you can afford it, then yeah. buying gear is a really nice way to get your head around it. Yes. Uh, yeah. but it I feels like you, a dirty word, but I want to say hobby. Yeah. The interesting <laughs> thing about it, though, is you don't have to spend right. fortunes on, on gear. Um, and just, I would even advocate people, you know, get second-hand stuff off eBay, particularly bikes and things like that. Because right. if you really hate it, yes. you don't want to have gone and spent a thousand, two pounds, thousand yeah, 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 on yeah, a yeah. bike. Yeah. In fact, it could even be counterproductive. You could love it. Yeah. But you'd have trouble getting through that that one afternoon when you hate it. Yes. You'll hate yourself for spending all that money. Exactly. You build up a really negative relationship with the whole deal. Yeah. Well, who, who, who dominates the world of? Uh, is it mostly uh, you, you used to be Americans didn't it the Ironman it used yeah to be. so you know you've got ITU which is the the middle distance uh, yeah. sorry not middle distance Olympic distance yeah which is where the Brownleys operate yes, primarily yeah. Yeah. although Alistair's just moved up to Ironman 
Has he really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and he raced in Kona a few weeks ago. Sorry, down there. Sorry, I'm rushing up. And um, yeah, I mean, there's there's some really strong Germans in the male field. Right. Jan Fredino, who won it this year. Um, yeah, he's just an amazing athlete. Um, but the interesting thing about the guys at the top is it's always interchanging. You don't get one outright right kind of leader, if you like. Depends on the events. And then in the women's, you've got a really strong UK athlete, Lucy Charles Barkley. She's just an amazing athlete, and right. she comes from a swimming background. Right. Um, and she's very dominant at um, in the sport at her level. So the Africans haven't got hold of it yet. Not yet. No, that's but, it. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of Euro and. Uh, are you slightly worried? I'm only put, putting this out there by certain great triathletes, great Ironman of the past who suffered heart normalities later. Yes. Um, is, that a, is that something that you... I mean, those guys trained for decades at they extremely did. high yeah. rates. Because yeah. you're reaching a peak of extreme fitness, aren't you? You are. Which is mentally intoxicating. Yeah. But maybe physically harmful if you push it too far. Yeah, know. and it's I think... It must be quite hard to find the level for that. There is, and I think there's... You know, there's a lot of stress on the body... Right. Um, ...that you're creating. Whilst externally you might look fit and you might, you know, be fit... Yeah. ...internally, you know, the, the story can be very different. And I think right. the biggest thing that I've got into now is with um, science and accessible science and you're able to buy stuff where you can monitor you okay. know, your internals and the rest of it. So, so what kind of things would you be monitoring? What sort so of heart rate variability. Right. That will tell you, you know, whether you're stressed out because you've been overtraining. Yeah. Um, do things like you get online blood tests so you can look at all your markers. Okay. See whether you've got, you've got elevated cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone. Right. And all things like that, really. So That's sensible. And also, do you find that as part of your um, regime... Are you good at resting? Are you good at downtime? No. no. <laughs> I'm not. Something Sorry, I've had to learn, really. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, because when you are fit and you know you can do more, you want to do more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. That's yeah. one of those things. How to keep... Uh, well, it's addictive, isn't it? How to keep hold of it, yes. It is. But it's yeah. interesting because from what we understand, I don't know if this is across the board, but our mate uh, Joe Warner, who's very much the... Uh, kind of like weights and fitness in the gym yeah. exercise guy it seems to me that that culture is they're so good at efficient training yeah. that no one does any more than they need to no you kind of go to the max and then you stop and then you do yeah. nothing and yeah. you relax and then you're kind of using it with a very clear eye on yeah. on how to get power from taking downtime but of course yeah. it's not a much shorter game it's not about that's about leaving it for a few hours a half a day yeah. as opposed to Taking a break for a week or yeah, whatever it might be. So I, I imagine necessary. with the Ironman, there's always something else you could be doing. There is absolutely. You know, you can do a lot of low-intensity stuff. So yeah. if you're not running swimming or cycling, you can maybe do a little bit in the gym. Yes. Maybe even just go on a long walk. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but so you don't have to say sedentary, but equally you don't have to go all guns blazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because actually, that's actually the biathlon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I've seen for your eyes only. That's a crazy sport. Do people still do the biathlon? 
yeah. skiing and shooting. Yeah. 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 Crazy. So do you still work in the city then, or have you moved? No, so about 2014 I left the city. Um, I went into to business on my own. Right. Um, and yeah. So fortunate enough, I can work from home now. So good. So that helps, doesn't it? That and does just help. to hear you say that as we run down this beautiful towpath in the middle of the day, <laughs> it's pretty heartening. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, that was a, obviously a big life change, but it's been been for the better. And were the two not to get too deep, but were the two related to the urge to stop the lifestyle you're doing work-wise and get into running and. Um, fitness no, they weren't. It just all coincidentally happened, right? Um, in a relatively short space of time, right? Okay. Um, but I definitely wouldn't go back. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't yeah. miss the the morning commute. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely not. We do quite well in this conversation about proper jobs, aren't we, Paul? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Something we can really relate. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you. Thank you. Now, it's interesting, it's, uh, talking of things happening at a certain time, um, someone else invited me to do a triathlon the other day, right. and talking to you today, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm very... Because you're, you're a decent swimmer back in the day. Well, that's the trouble, that's oh, the, the bad okay. thing, right. is that I was a good swimmer, right. but I'm so bad now. Oh, really? I completely lost it. But it is the... Um, I swim like an old lady now. Sorry, old ladies. I'm sure there's a lot of brilliant old lady yeah. swimmers out there. But okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I swim like my nan. Right. And she was a great swimmer. Oh, this old lady thing's disastrous. But anyway, I am. Um, you know, I had a weird thing with sport when I was younger. I suppose I never, I never did what you said about your kids. I never got sport off my dad. Right. Despite the fact that he was a keen and a good sportsman, I'm yeah. right there. But then it was the 70s, so he combined that with a lot of smoking, eating, and bitter drinking. But um, and maybe also because he was competitive and my brother was competitive and I was right. little. Right. I just avoided that. <laughs> so fitness, when I was young, it just wasn't my thing at all. Right. And there would be flashes of, of achievement despite myself. And I was always quite good at running yeah. in spite of it all. And yeah, for a minute there... Around the time I went to secondary school, I was I swam for the school. And I was right, okay. off to place on the borough squad. Yeah, but in a way, it almost puts me off it because I think if I was coming to it from scratch, it would be more fun to consider. Because I think I'd have to learn to swim properly either yeah. way. Yeah, you know. So, but I've never been so tempted as I have been in recent weeks. But uh, I think... interesting. I like the well-roundedness of it as an, as an exercise yeah. and as an experience. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think you'd probably enjoy it. And I think when, on your swimming, you'd probably find how, if you did it consistently, how quickly you'd get that... You'd remember it. Get that back. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although, Take off your water wings. But when it comes down to it, though, I was always useless at the crawl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was breaststroke. I was pretty used to to be able to do the breaststroke really fast. Some people do breaststroke it. They do. They do. It's good to hear. Who tends to win the long, the longer triathlons? The great swimmers or the great runners, or is it the cyclists? Because that's the longest. Yeah. Event. Yeah. Where are the gains? Which one yeah. is it? Which I think they? it's. In all honesty, this sounds a bit lame, but it's the all-rounders. Right. So okay. If you're, you know, near the front on the swim, you know, reasonable cyclists. Near the front again, and then yeah, yeah, you know, good do runner, it for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the lady that I was talking about, Lucy Charles, she comes from a swimming background, 
Right. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal swimmer. Yeah. You know, she'll swim 2.4 miles in about 47 minutes. Oh, right. yeah. And um, <laughs> so she'll generally come out the water leading. She leads on the bike right. and then generally leads on the run. But, it, you know, that's where... Can they catch her? Can they yeah. Catch her? yeah, yeah. So it's the all-rounders, the guys who just take through the middle? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Makes sense, doesn't it? It you're, does. You're on a bike for longer than that. You so. are. So yeah. I think, you know, if, if you're going to be strong anywhere, that's where you want to be strong, right? Is on the bike. Yeah. There's a wonderful purity to it as well, though, isn't there? Because you've got running, which, of course, we absolutely love. And there is something really fundamentally human about running, you know? Yeah. You're using your machine to do what it's evolved to do. Yeah, exactly. And that ties in with all that stuff, like you were saying, about just getting out there, just fresh shoes. And yet, we know, you know, from, I don't know, magazine articles and whatever, that probably for your joints and so on, swimming is a, is a better, it's almost more yeah. holistic, it's a more hippie-ish exercise. Yeah. And then you've got cycling, which, yeah, you need a bike. But the bicycle is like the only machine humans have ever achieved true symbiosis yeah. with. Yeah. I'm just going to have a quick water stop here. Okay. Like one minute. Yeah, yeah. He spotted a bicycle. It's all I talk about swimming. <laughs> so, the, yeah, sorry. Because a bicycle, there's nothing like a bike. It is a machine that doesn't have any, it's powered by a human. Yeah. And it, uh, it exacerbates a human skill. It goes much faster than yeah. a human without a bike. And you think, yeah, that's obvious. That's what a bike is. But if you think about it, there's no equivalent to it. No, there isn't. It's a good point, actually. It's an incredible thing. Yeah, one that I've not considered before. But, yeah. Well, you, even when you were talking about it just now, just saying it's about, you know, you've got to get your rhythm exactly right. Yeah. In a way, if you can tap that, that's what your good runners and swimmers are doing, too. And the bike is, in, is an invitation to that. It's an invitation yeah. to be yeah. a machine, to be steady, yeah. to set up a form and just repeat it yeah. till the end of time. And, and the bike thing, you know, is interesting from the perspective of it's not necessarily about what bike you have. Yeah. Right. Um, it is, like you say, you know, the relationship with the bike and your form on the bike. Yeah, yeah. And your power. Because I remember doing doing a triathlon at and Dorney, which is out, you know, at the M4 past Oh, Windsor. yeah, I know, yeah. And there was this guy, similar age to me, on his steel-framed rally, almost. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely smashed me out the park, and I couldn't catch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it just highlights the fact that it's not the machine itself. Yeah, and something to remember, that uh, to share with those uh, um, triathletes who are so deeply into the kit. Yeah. <laughs> Although, <laughs> we're, di- we're throwing that out at triathletes as if it's not something we've thought of when we've all spent the last fortnight talking about Elio Ch- Kipchoge's shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing about the bike. is it, The yeah. bike isn't the machine. The bike is one half of the machine. Yeah, exactly. It's a yin and a yang. All right, let's do it. I'm in. Yeah, good. <laughs> this announcement from Rob does not constitute a verbal contract. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's... Maybe slightly less chances of those overuse injuries if you if you're doing three events. It depends how seriously you're doing it, obviously. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, I mean, running can lead to you know impact stuff or yeah. And then yeah. you've got the swimming takes the edge off that, and the cycling again is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No matter how much you do, you are potentially doing less of each thing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. How many miles a week would you would you just be running when you're 
serious training for a try. I normally it'll be in excess of 40 k's a week. Right, I'll be doing. Yeah, that's a cool look in the water. Which is, which is not your 120 miles at my Faraday, no, absolutely no. But it, again, it's it's fitting it all in. Yes, with the work and everything else. Um, obviously quite a decent one if you're doing that and you're looking to to do a marathon at the end of yeah uh, in 315 or whatever that's yeah yeah I mean running, the, yeah the running is for me like I said you know I wouldn't have had myself down as a runner but once you dial it in I really really enjoy it yeah I get the feeling you are one <laughs> <laughs> no I mean the 315 marathon is the for me in particular is a a crazy dream yeah. that I once spent a few happy hours with yeah. and uh, I was very well rested and very well trained <laughs> I definitely hadn't done any swimming or cycling that day and me and Paul are both looking at trying to get back on the uh, pace bus for marathons in the spring right, maybe yes. you're yeah, just yeah, okay. considering it yeah. and I think the cycling to Nottingham might be the way in. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Nice little easy, you know, move in there. Well, you said, you know, you're talking about setting up good fitness ideas and goals that people can kind of take or leave as they see fit, and uh, which is really sensible. I'm going to stretch that slightly by saying, yeah, that's what he said. Every good run starts (laughs) with a bike ride to nothing. Also, a little note here, and it's nice for me to recognise this because um, because of the tough marathon I did in the summer, but there's nothing better than running on a towpath. Yes. It's really great. It is nice. It's flat, you've got water, you've got sky, yeah. you've got nature, and you've got little, it's never too lonely. There's people no. out there with narrowboats yeah. and dogs and things. It's great. There's always stuff to, going on. And you get some nosy in people's garden. Yeah. Well. This is the same... Canal pool that we ran out when we did our half marathon distance training run out to Hayes. You remember oh, right. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. If we just carried on, we would have had There you go. Yeah. Ditch the car. Grand Union, that's right. Connects yeah. London and Birmingham. Yeah. These guys are fishing. There's some swans over there. Not on their Xbox. Look at that. <laughs> Good, for you. Good, Good work, for you. lads. Dodgy, actually. I think the criminals. Like, yeah, but we're live streaming <laughs> it for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You've just gone live, yeah. <laughs> How old the orchids, mate? They're eight They're and nine. They're nine and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Paul, because they're going to get the silly string out. Yeah. They're after us. They're coming after us. <laughs> Come on, then. You're up. You're up. You're up. You're up. Come on. <laughs> we seem to have got into a fight with some kids. A bit of altercation. It's a new subtext. I'm running commentary that I just didn't see coming. <laughs> that you wasn't your children, was it, Darren? Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> you thought this was a nice place. <laughs> I thought we'd just, we just be some sort of friendly, reaching community outrage. <laughs> just yeah. a couple of minor gangsters. That's a Rory Stewart reference. Um, yeah. well, actually, those kids must have been both under 10, wasn't they? Yeah, they were. <laughs> and it's obvious that they want to attack us. I like the jump cut from me saying how nice it was to me kind of wrapped in fishing wire. Saying, I'm sorry, I'll go back to London. And we're laughing at it. If they did start running after us, we would have increased our pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> Come to think of it, 
Surely those children should be in school. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, say the kids have got into exercise. What kind of exercise do you do now? Do they do junior park run? Yeah, they do junior park run. My youngest has um, competed in the scootathlon in uh, in Woburn. He's won it every time he's entered. Oh, it. like a micro scooter. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! And it is absolute carnage. Yeah. But what's even funnier is how crazy the parents get. Yeah, yeah. Talk about pushy parents, and I'm one of them. I will admit that. Yeah, yeah. Scootathlon. I've never yeah. heard of that. Oh, my son was a mean scooter in his time. <laughs> That's what we do anymore. And then the oldest has done uh, a mini triathlon where they do 100 meter swim, a 5k right. cycle, and a little 2k run. Right. Which is, uh, yeah, very nice. Morning, Magpie. Showing that to kids, I mean, that's just amazing. They just take the edge off it, you know. It's not yeah. like they're completely no longer going into a future where that is a complete scary unknown. Yeah. I think it's funny because. I'm banging to all this stuff, and my kids are fit, but they don't do that. Do they not? And a lot of the people I know online, people who park around and run and come, people who went to school with their kids are like, yeah. oh yeah, our kids won another medal, yeah. another triathlon. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. My son goes for a short run once a week, and yeah. frankly, considering he's a mini-me, right. I find that very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and if he didn't have a really good playlist... There's no way. Especially a chance to be out of the house, not having to empty the dishwasher. I was listening to a bit of Hans Zimmer. Yeah, he's disconnected, but not. uh, He's not physically connected. No, that's right. Oh yeah, I kept my head down earlier on. See, that's the other thing. It must be difficult to do a triathlon with headphones in. Yeah. Oh, at last the towpath is there we go. wide enough that we can go through the rest again. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Sploosh. Yeah, I was running with a dog along here in the summer, and he decided he was too hot, right. so he dived in, of course, yeah, thinking yeah. it was a puddle. Right. Yeah. Did they see the shock on his face when he realised he couldn't feel the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> so you're training for. Hawaii. Yes. So you have to qualify for Hawaii. Yeah, so I've got to do an Ironman event to qualify. Right. Um, And I need to be, depending on the event, anywhere between 9 to 10 hours. Okay. Or top 10 in my age group. Right. And uh, that will get me a a slot in Kona. Yeah. And how many people, top 10 in your age group, how many other people in your age group are there likely to be? What percentage is that? I would say, so generally the field is about 2,500 strong. Right. I would say there's going to be a good two, three hundred people in my age group, to be right. honest. Yeah, right. So that's competitive so stuff. A yeah. huge achievement to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's one which and that's the, that's, the, that's the event, isn't it, Hawaii? Yeah, that's where yeah. it all started. Yes, I remember that, yeah. What event are you doing to qualify? So I'm either going to do uh, Ironman Lanzarote or Switzerland. Right. And they sound like just offhand, like one of them might be a little bit steep, the other one might be a yeah. bit hot. Yeah, well, I mean, Lanzarote would be a good practice race because it's hot in Hawaii, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good to uh, experience how tough it is. So, how do you make that decision, though? What do you reckon? What's your. Well, it will be based on how I fare in my training, really. Right. How I'm progressing, and then I'll make that decision probably in January. Okay. Yeah. So which one I enter. And when are they? What's the time frame beyond so, that? So, 
Lanzarote, I think, is in May. Right. And then Switzerland's in July. See, a lot of people might be going to Lanzarote in May. Probably not that <laughs> not many of them. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 it triathlon that consists of yeah. reading, swimming, and visiting the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have to... Uh, you keep it a little bit uh, honest over Christmas then? You don't go for the big blowouts? No, I don't. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's something which I've not done for a few years actually. Right. Thank you. That's quite, quite a sacrifice, but maybe once you get used to it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it as a sacrifice anymore. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just, I prefer it that way, you know. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a relationship with food and drink that we're still striving for. Yeah. You have an awareness of it. <laughs> well, you always feel stupid after... One, one always feels a bit daft after excessive eating at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And you just, you just get to start the year without that extra half a stone hanging Carrying a bit of cheese, to use yeah. your yeah. salient phrase. Yeah. Well, it's that clarity as well. Yeah. When I drink, I just get so foggy. Um, as I'm sure most people do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's not having that kind of hangover. Yeah. It goes on for days. Yeah. So you've never had a drink, you know, got really drunk the night before an Ironman? No. <laughs> <laughs> there are whole people that do drink, and I'm just... I think, oh, I'm going to look out for you on the course tomorrow, because I want to see how you're faring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe it's a good strategy. It's no toys about it. Whatever event you're doing, Ironman or Parkrun, if you're looking to improve your game... You gotta not drink. Yeah, it's a classic marginal yeah. gain. Yeah. You can claim. It is. And I, where I really notice it is with swimming. If I drink and then go swimming the next day, my breathing and stuff is really restricted. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. No, actually, because it does affect your respiratory system, isn't it? I never. Yeah. I try never to drink before I sing, because right. it's amazing how quickly. You, you, the lack of control. It's like you say, you're trying to do a quite specific muscular activity. Yeah. And the uh, the alcohol in your system just throws it all off. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. But sometimes That's why Dean is... Martin never drank. Oh, really? <laughs> no, he drank a lot, so got away with it. Although, as far as I know, not a triathlete. Not a triathlete. No. No. Never made Hawaii in that sense. <laughs> More Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really nice yeah we're just coming back now I can see the yeah. car park and it is so nice here don't you? you've actually managed to bring us to a picturesque car park well, and there aren't that many of those <laughs> there isn't there's a lot of car park that's just that Paul was very polite to the last children we saw. So that's a lesson learned. <laughs> the thing is, we were, well, yeah, I was. I, I think thought we were quite polite to the first one. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't expect that. I thought <laughs> we were being, I think they're so unused to being supported. Yes. By, yeah. by, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. They misread the tone, didn't they? misread the tone. Because we were saying, it's great that you're <laughs> And they took that as, let's have violence yeah. as quickly as possible. Oh, this is real life, Fortnite. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very there we go. So, as we close in, you say you give your uh, details yeah. to our listeners. Fitter Healthier Dad. So, fitterhealthierdad.com is the website. Um, yeah. There's a Fitter Healthier Dad YouTube channel. Um, and the podcast. Instagram podcast, yeah. And I've got some uh, free downloads for anybody that wants to get started as well fitness plans and, uh, and workouts and stuff so 
nutrition plans, fitness plans. I've also got a, a five-day food and fitness challenge as well. So that stuff's not just for athletes. That's for people who want to. For anyone who just wants to get started. Brilliant. Well, we could do no better. Um, thank you so much for getting us out in Bacamston. Oh, thank you for the, coming uh, down. The weather held. Yes. And uh, yeah, well, we, we'll have to keep in touch now because we're going to want to know. Yeah. I think if nothing else, we'll be watching your progress, and then if Definitely. it all goes to plan, let's do this again after Hawaii. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell us your story. I was going to say, come to Hawaii, but yeah. probably a stretch too far <laughs> to right. record a podcast. Who books the uh, stand-up gig in, uh, in Hawaii? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Good luck with that. Is Thank there a comedy store in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank and you. Uh, uh, your uh, Twitter address is? It's Fit Healthier Dad. Yeah. Instagram Fit Healthier Dad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fitterhealthierdad.com. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was really good fun. Even I'm looking slightly wary at those kids in the playground. Wondering if they found the mate. He's got kids. <laughs> yes. A gang together. Quick, let's let's leave the car park. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.